Welcome back to the Bantam Unit podcast. We are back from our mid-season break. And joining me tonight is Carl. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Reese. Um, and you might be um, hoping to listen to a certain man called Rahul, but unfortunately we've told him to fuck off. Yeah. Um, his his deadline move, permanent move to the podcast was, uh, was denied by our owners and we have sent him packing back uh, to... Where we uh, we we sold him to Borussia Dortmund. Oh no, which he'll, which he'll love. Don't send him there. Send him to like Freiburg or somewhere yeah, but like. He's that. a Bayern Munich fan, so he'll hate that the most. Yeah, but I hate it because I like he's, Dortmund. He's Halland, he's Halland's boot cleaner. <laughs> he wishes he could touch them. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, he's Halland's bottom cleaner. Let's just say that. <laughs> no, so yeah, Rahul has gone. Um, he's a very um, busy man. In truth, be told, he's a very busy man. So, yeah, drinking and partying. <laughs> <laughs> that's not busy. I don't know what is. <laughs> but no, next week we will have uh, a new member of the podcast. Uh, we'll keep it under wraps who's going to come on. But Carl, I think we both say we're very happy with who's coming on. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. So what we've done in our mid-season break is we've had a think about how we're going to move uh, move on with the podcast. Um, as much as we enjoyed covering the Premier League and doing our fun predictions and everything like that, it was just a bit monotonous, really, talking about football all the time. I mean, who has that time just to talk about football endlessly? gets a bit boring. Um, so what we've done is we've decided to cover other sports, um, <clears throat> Formula One, uh, tennis, rugby, um, fencing, sailing, dressage, <laughs> uh, T- competitive tiddlywinks. <laughs> um, conkers, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so we tonight we're going to talk um, about um, obviously Formula One testing this comeback. So we're going to talk about Formula One, uh, obviously, uh, and also talk about Maria Sharapova, her retirement from tennis, and the legacy she has. And also, we're going to be choosing our five picks for the Premier League Hall of Fame. Uh, obviously, today, the Premier League announced that they were going to induct two people. So, we've chosen five each who we think are deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. So, uh, Carl, should we crack on with Sharapova? Uh, I think we should. Now, that's, a, now that's something I, <laughs> I wouldn't be against. Oh, for, keep it clean, Carl. Keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm only 25. Let's just uh... <laughs> um, so no um, at news this week. Breaking news from tennis: um, Maria Sharapova retired from tennis. Uh, saying tennis, I'm saying goodbye. Uh, 28 years playing. Obviously not. Uh, obviously as a junior, and then winning Wimbledon at 17. Also winning five Grand Slam titles. I think we should safely say that she is one of the best in the modern era. Yeah, she had a great career and she's retiring at 32. And to put that into perspective, Roger Federer is still going and he's 40. So, and she's retiring. <laughs> <laughs> so, retiring, retiring reasonably young, really. So, 
this you know for these days. Well, that's things. So I, I remember being uh, what, when I was watching tennis when I was younger. It was like thirty-one, thirty-two. You were past your, you were past your best, and you were like dwindling down and retiring at probably about thirty-four. I said Federer is a freak to this rule. Well, they say it's not just that, but you're seeing more and more sports people now um, go on longer because um, they they know how to look after themselves. Um, better. There's a lot more science and what to eat and your fitness regimes to to keep yourself um, fitter and healthier to go to you know to go longer. Yeah, I've slightly got McDonald's and KFC too much, so I don't really care about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but let, let's be honest. She, she was a former world number one. Uh, as I said, she won Wimbledon when she was 17 in 2004. But she did have uh, injury problems, shoulders um, especially. Um, she slumped as 373 in the world rankings at the time of retirement. Um, uh, after reaching the, the fourth round of the Australian Open last year, she only won three matches since then. And she was knocked out at this year's to- first round of this year's tournament in Melbourne. Um but she did have a controversy as well. Uh, biggest one in 2016. Uh, she tested positive for melodonium, and she was banned for two years. So she'll always she'll always have that over her career, like a like a dark cloud. As does everyone who's been caught mm. doping and come back and has. Yeah, I mean, let's face like it. She's not she's not the only one from from her country to be uh, caught out. Um, doping in the last few saying, years, has, has she? Are you saying that Russia is has wide scale doping in its in its sports? <laughs> uh, no, no, I would never say that because I don't want Mr. Putin to murder me. Oh, uh, well, no, we we get <coughs> next Greenway, we, so Mr. We, Putin. We know we know he's an avid listener. Yeah, I mean, I, I, as I've said, Mr. Putin, uh, Nathan Greenway gives us all our information, so. Yeah, yeah, we've. It's like WWE. He he provides the script, and we are not allowed to deviate from it. No, Nathan Greenway is our Vince McMahon. He is. Oh no, actually, that make his head grow. <laughs> Nathan is our Shane. Nathan is our Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it was reduced to fifteen months on appeal, but she did she returned to action in twenty seventeen. But since then. After a ban, she only reached one Grand Slam court final, and the her highest ranking was 21. So she didn't really come back and have the run she thought she was going to have. Um, but she did. I mean, she did do well. She's a, she's a global superstar. She's an icon on and off the off the court. So yeah, yeah, she's she's one of the best known tennis players. Um, her, her good looks have certainly. Uh... Helped her in some regards, not you know. It does help, sort of. The media does give you more attention when you, when you're good looking. There's no question about that. Yeah, I mean, I know all about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the paps don't leave you alone, do they, Reese? Ah, uh, you should hear it's it's annoying. Uh, but no, I see where you mean coming from. I mean, she won she won 36 titles on the the, the women's tour. Five of those were Grand Slams. Uh, she's just one of 10 women to win all four Grand Slam titles. She won 674 matches over her career. 21 weeks at top of the world rankings. Uh, and she 
And she won in prize money $38 million. So I don't think she's complaining that much. Yeah, yeah not, a bad, not a bad uh, bank account there. No, no. And also, she's got um, a successful uh, suite um, company as well called Sugar Pover. So she's got that as well. So she, it's not like she's not going to do nothing outside the ring. The ring, sorry. Outside the court. I think I just... I just skipped over wrestling then. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, no, I, I think she's, I think she can retire with her head held high. I know she had that scandal, but I think, as you said, one of the best women's players of all time. Definitely. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. up there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as, as I said, mentioned earlier, Formula One is back. I know, Carl, you're excited for this, as am I. Yeah. Uh, I do love my Formula One. I must admit, I prefer the actual racing uh, to all your your testing and practice malarkey i do keep an eye on it but i'm not i'm not one of those who avidly watch every last second of every happening but i've always loved my formula one way way back in the day yeah i mean i i, I we did obviously you know we did that that seller podcast how much you actually do like formula one mm. uh, and you we spoke about watching it live and stuff like that um, but we we start with the testing with um, the introduction of dual access steering or DAS from Mercedes. It's it, it's brilliant, honestly. Uh, what they've done. So um, what they what it could do. I think it, it pulls the tires in, so it's it reduces drag and stuff like that. So I watched something about it, and I'm just going to get very technical now, very boring. So, guys, if you want to watch some cats or squirrel videos, um, <laughs> do it. But what it does, I mean, the cars, the camera is set like it's like a degree off when they come out the corner, so when they come out the, the, the garage. So it's, uh, it's it's really weird to explain. But what they do with this dual axis steering is they can pull it in. So it gets basically more speed, less drag, and they can just bomb it down the straights. I mean, it, uh, like like Mercedes need more. Yeah. They weren't fast enough, were they? Let's face it. No, I mean, so what it does is, is when on the straight, they can push, uh, pull it towards them. And then when they're on the corner, they push it back in to its normal position. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's it's brilliant. Yeah, you're right. It's it is genius. But um, the FIA have already uh, banned it for 2001, haven't they? 2021. Sorry. I'm wishing I was 21 again for a fuddy and slip. In 2001, you were 21. I was six. Oh, just piss <laughs> off. Just go away. <laughs> <laughs> So that was funny. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry, that was mean. Nah, uh, but, nah, that's it. I'm not talking anymore. That is it. <laughs> uh, just a breakdown testing for for day for the first test. Obviously, Mercedes led. Um, Red Bull looked good, but the, the, the surprise where really was Racing Point. Um, they they did really well. On their tests. Yeah, I've heard that Perez has been putting in some superb um, times, and you know a bit more about this as you were telling me before we went on air. 
Yeah, so um, they've come out and said it's basically they've it's like the W10. Obviously, Mercedes is car from last year. It's very much like that, and it actually looks like it as well, just in pink. And it's, I mean, let's be honest. If you're going to choose a car to copy, that's not a bad one to copy. I mean, I thought that sort of thing was banned, though. So have they have they got got around less? It, it, I, I wouldn't say it's the same car. It just looks the same. So it's yeah. So they took inspiration from the champions concept, and yeah, I mean, let's be honest, if you're going to copy a team, you're going to copy Mercedes, aren't you? Well, yeah. You're not so, going to. You're not going to copy the person who always fails his homework, are you? I am going to stab you in the eyes. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I wasn't going to stab you in the eyes either. Um, so, but they've, they've admitted it's a big risk to take someone else's concept, but to understand it, they have. And if it works out, then possibly you could see Racing Point challenging for things. Um... Obviously, podiums. I don't think I don't think they'll challenge for race wins, but podiums, I think, and, and the pop, probably the best of the rest of the midfield. Yeah, uh, so, I was saying Ferrari have been struggling, but yeah, I, I will I will say that sometimes teams do hold back in practices and testing because the last few seasons Ferrari have been faster than Mercedes in testing, and then as soon as the race starts, you can't see. Um, Mercedes for dust, so you you don't always know for sure. Everyone's showing their full potential. Well, that's the thing. See, you look at today. I mean, they're testing today. Ferrari were the top of the time. time, time sorry, at the front of the timesheets, they absolutely they they, they did really well. Uh, Mercedes had um, oil pressure problems. Um, Williams also experienced issues with their engine as well. Obviously, Mercedes engine. Vettel did go into the gravel though as well. Um, but uh, Mattia Bonotto, obviously the team principal Ferrari, said that they it's, they're still playing catch up to Mercedes and Red Bull. So he's he's admitted that come to us, come Australia, they will be behind uh, the Mercedes. So it, it, it just it's another season of like could, is it just going to be Mercedes dominating or will we actually have a fight with Ferrari and um, Mercedes? But um, Alpha to- Alpha were second. Um, I, I love their livery this year; it's beautiful. I haven't seen it yet, actually. It's it's white and it's it's an all white car with black graphics. It's beautiful. Oh right, sounds smart. Yeah. Uh, so they were second in the timesheets, but Stroll again third. For racing points, um, his time was 0.3 of a second off Vettel's, but they had harder tyres, so it just shows how good they actually are. I mean, I don't care if it is racing point that compete with Mercedes as long as somebody can compete with Lewis Hamilton, because as we've seen um, in the previous season, um, oh, God, his name's up. Hamilton's racing partner, his name's just gone out of my head. Yeah, but that's just isn't up to the task. There seems no. to be certain there seems to be certain tracks that Bottas always does well at, but that's only like a handful. Most of the time he's just nowhere nowhere near him. No. I mean it, 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 there is a, just a big gulf of class between Hamilton and Bottas, and that's a that's a shame to say that Bottas, because he was good for Williams, it's just he's I not, mean I'm not yeah, yeah, I mean 
I'm not saying that Bottas is a bad driver by any stretch of the imagination. He's just not in Hamilton's class. No. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody on that grid is in Hamilton's class for me. I know you'll probably disagree with that. Yeah, I, I, I will. With your... With, I, I take it with Verstappen? Verstappen and Leclerc. Uh, they've, got, they've got youth on their side to get better. And I think Verstappen showed a couple of times last season in a much slower car that if he did have the pace, he could perhaps have Hamilton's number or at least give him a proper run for his money. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, I think yeah, those two are quite good. But I just think Hamilton... I mean, when you see the it... golfing class between Verstappen and both his race partners, um, <laughs> Albion... And um, it was the one who got fired, well, Gasly. Not fired. Gasly. Um, I mean, Albion was much better than Gasly, but Verstappen was still streets ahead. And yeah. I, I think it's because he's so good. He's pushing that. He's pushing that car to its absolute limits. But I will say this about Gasly. Gasly did really well for Toro Rosso when he went back. Yeah, when he went back to Toro Rosso, he, he was a, he was much better. So whether yeah. whether it's the pressure of being at the the parent team, or the or he just wasn't completely satisfied with the car setup. I'm not yeah. entirely sure. But let, let's be honest though, he, he did. Well, I, I obviously did well. I got his got his first podium in into Lagos uh, when he he out dragged the Mercedes and he got finished second mm. and he shouted. <laughs> I mean that was really annoying. But I've just got the. The testing times for today, Vettel 116.8 on the harder, hardest tyre. Uh, then it was Gasly on, um, again, point, point 0.2 off on the hardest tyre. Stroll two, uh, two tenths off on the medium tyre. So, I, I, I think racing point could be a, a dark horse this, this season. Yeah, just, they, if they could keep it up. They could be around challenging for third or third or fourth perhaps yeah. um, but you, you just get the sort of feeling when actual race competitive racing starts normal service will probably resume but yeah. you just you, you never know for sure the first race will be very interesting I think it will be I think our, our, the first race is always interesting I mean I do look forward to Australia yeah it's a good one as well oh and another thing we should mention they've already decided to, I think, to move or cancel uh, the Chinese Grand Prix because of coronavirus. Yes, it's, I think I think it's been it's been postponed. Uh, I think that weekend they go to South Africa to do a an event there. So not not a race, but I think like a mm. media event or something. But they're taking the cars down there. There's also talk of uh, the Olympics being in jeopardy in Japan. They've already count. Um, I know it's not a, a proper sport, sport, but they've already uh, cancelled a lot of New Japan shows, haven't they? Because uh, of the. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel really sorry for, for the people who like dressage that they won't be able to watch it. I mean, I love horse dance and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's the, it is honestly. I remember watching the 2012 Olympics and just being in, uh, just being in awe of this horse dancing, and um, it was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> um, what we're going to talk about now, I think we'll talk about what we're looking forward to most in the upcoming season. 
So, I mean, I'm looking forward to Hamilton potentially break it or equaling the record of Schumacher. Yeah, that's, that's something I'm not really looking forward to because I don't really <laughs> like him. <laughs> I, I think I think he breaks the race. I think he breaks the win record this year. I think he will as well. Yeah, I mean, let, let, let's post like like him or dislike him. You can't deny he is amazing. Oh no, he's 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 a he's a great driver and one of the greatest of all time. There's no doubt about it. But it just he can just be a bit of a cock at times, and he does <laughs> seem to spend half the race moaning on his radio. Still we rise though, Carl. Still we rise. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's um, an exceptional talent. I mean, he's. He, can we say he got lucky by going to Mercedes when he went to Mercedes? No, I, 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 I don't think, know. I, th- I think you see. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. He seemed yeah. to move there at the right time. I think he's one of those with his ear to the ground, and he knew McLaren were on the downward and. He obviously could see that Mercedes were on the up and up. I think it was Singapore 2012 when he was leading the race, and then he had he had an engine issue. And just went. I think that was when he just went. Fuck it, I'm going. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm done here. I'm gonna go to Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like Mercedes car in his first year, it, it was very quick. It just it just it couldn't. I think his rears just kept blowing out because mm. it just. It was very tail happy. Very all the power went to the rear, and they couldn't get the tyres to work. But he did. He did get pole in Hungary, I think, and I think he got a podium. I think Hungary as well. Uh, I'm not too sure in his first season, but then from 2014 onwards, he's just been yeah scary. Unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and also I'm looking forward to as well is the battle between. Um, Leclerc and uh, Vettel at Ferrari as well, because yeah. there was some, there was some sometime last year they it threatened to boil over Singapore when Vettel got him on the undercut and Leclerc wasn't happy and then obviously the big one was um, in Brazil where they took each other out. Vettel tried for the overtake on the on the outside. Leclerc turned, punch of a Leclerc, punch of a Vettel, both Ferraris out. It'd be interesting to see if I mean Ferrari did put, come out publicly and back Vettel, saying Vettel is one of the yeah. best drivers of the time. There um, was an incident, wasn't there, when uh, the clerk was told to slow down and that Vettel passing, which he wasn't happy about, and China, uh, that was. and, and the, the race afterwards, he was obsessed with um, that being remedied, wasn't he? When are you gonna let, when are you gonna tell him to make to let me pass him and yeah. <laughs> <coughs> you all right there? Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, I mean, I, coronavirus, I, don't worry. <laughs> oh, you're bashing your top of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how long that public backing of Vettel is there if he continues to make the silly mistakes he made last year, like yeah. me. Look, it wasn't just last year; it was the year the year before as well, wasn't it? He, uh, Germany. It was yeah. He made mistakes that you just don't. Um, you're just not accustomed to that or making, really. No, I mean you look at um, look at Monza last year where he spun off on the 
I think it was on the on the, on the S's coming on coming onto the main straight, and he he pulled out in front of Stroll. Yeah, and, Stroll, was... and then Stroll called him an idiot, and then did the same thing to Gasly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, Vettel was just idiotic there. And I think I, I think for the first time in his career, he is under pressure from a teammate. I mean, yeah. I know he had Weber at Red Bull, but he was just he was too good at Red Bull. He had Raikkonen, who was as good as Kimi Raikkonen was. He was the number two at Ferrari. And, and let's face it, nobody likes to be outdone by the young upstart. Nobody. No. I mean, I can't believe Vettel. Vettel's at thirty-one now. No, yeah, he's still relatively young himself. Yeah, and Vettel's thirty. Hamilton's what thirty-four, something like that. Thirty-four, thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Hamilton's got another four years. I think something like that at the top. But the big question about Lewis Hamilton is, do you think he'll go to Ferrari for next year? I don't know. I think he'll he'll go with who he thinks is the most competitive car. And if he thinks Mercedes are going to be the most competitive car, he'll, uh, he'll stay put, personally. I, I, I think... I, I spoke to um, uh, a, friend, well, a friend of ours, Asad, about it. Oh, yeah. Also a big Formula One fan. Um, he spoke. I, I said to him, "I said, would he match Schumacher's record at Mercedes, and then for the ultimate shithousery, would he go to Ferrari and then win number eight? Oh yeah. What did Assad say to that? Uh, Assad went, "I can actually see that happening." <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, like, I, I, I don't, I don't think he'll do that. I, I don't think he would. But I, he'll I, only. He'll only go to Ferrari because that's be it. If he's nothing else, he's a winner and he wants to win. He won't go to Ferrari if he doesn't believe they're going to have the best car. That's the thing. In my view, why? I, I, I when I heard that Vettel went to Ferrari, I was thinking, why has he gone there? Ferrari had haven't had a competitive car in years, and Vettel was just coming off. Was it a po- he, had, he had a poor season Red Bull, didn't he? So he yeah. left to go to Ferrari because Ricardo basically, I think, eight po- got more points than him, more podiums than Vettel. So Vettel left, goes to Ferrari, and he hasn't really got close to Hamilton at all at Ferrari. And I think that's the thing. I think I, I, I genuinely could see Vettel at Ferrari next year and Hamilton at so Vettel at Mercedes. Vettel at Ferrari. No, sorry, no, sorry, no. Oh, I, know no, sorry. Hamil- to, I know what you're trying to say. Ha- Vettel Hamilton. and Hamilton swapping, basically. Yeah, yeah, Hamilton and Vettel swapping. You never know. I, I just, I can't see Hamilton leaving, but you, you just never know. No, you don't. I mean, um, and then that could lead on to our, our dream team that we would want to have. So, I mean, who would yours be? Uh, mine would be um, Max Verstappen and um, Leclerc. So it's, I, I, it's interesting. I mean, I, I love. I, I, I love. Yeah, you, you are in danger of them taking each other out and fighting tooth and nails, similar to Senna and Prost. I could see. I could see that sort of a rivalry developing between the two. But uh, who would it, break first, set of them two? <laughs> 
I don't know. It's hard to say. I I genuinely think it would be. I, I think Leclerc would break first. I think Verstappen knows that. You know he's. Um, Verstappen. I think Verstappen's better than Leclerc. Mm, that, I, 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 I'd like to think so. He is Verstappen is my favourite driver, and I think he gets so much out of that Red Bull. It's unbelievable because it's it's nowhere near the quickest car, and yet you know he get in some races he gets a lot closer than you'd imagine he would in in that car. Yeah. I I I think if we if we're gonna choose people, I think Senna would uh, sorry, Verstappen would be would be the Senna, Leclerc would be the Prost. Uh, quite possibly, quite possibly. Yeah, and I, 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 I would be very interested to see it. It would it would uh, tickle my fancy as it was, Carl. And uh, who would your dream team be? Um, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and my favourite driver, Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, I do. I do uh, love Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo is one of the. He looks like one of the nicest people in the world, but he's not the smartest person in the world. Do you think? Do you think he made the, uh, a bad decision going to yes. Renault? Yes, a big, a big, 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 big mistake. I mean, I get why. I understand yeah. being number one at a works team. I, understand. I take it you've seen that program on uh, Netflix, yeah? Yes, I have. The F1 program. Yes. Really interesting, isn't it? I, I forget, I, what I, was it called? Drive for your li- F1 Drive for Your Life? Is that what it um, was? That I'm, what it I'm just going to get Netflix up now so I can have a look. Um, oh, oh, oh. Oh. Sorry, I've just got on Netflix and my favourite show is, um, one of my favourite shows is back. Uh, Formula One Drive to Survive. Yeah, that was it. So uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I do thoroughly recommend it. It's a really good look behind the scenes, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And also, season two is out tomorrow. Oh wow, they've, they've done a season two. I didn't realise. Yeah, season two is out tomorrow. Um, why? Why is uh, about my favourite show? One of my favourite shows. Um, ever watched All from Carbon? Uh, yes, that's back. That oh, was six, six seasons back. Uh, it's with um, Falcon this year. It's not. Um, it's a new character who plays Kovac. Oh right, that'll be yeah. interesting then. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a go. I'll probably watch that uh, probably tomorrow. Probably watch an episode tonight and then the rest on the weekend. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Ricardo made a big, 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 big um, mistake going to Renault. I understand why he went to Renault. Yeah. I I do as well, to be fair, but still. I mean, let's be honest, £20 million a year is not to be sniffed at. It it would do, it would do, wouldn't it? You'd get by on it. I mean, I I don't imagine Red Bull could probably pay that much. No. No, I, I, I don't think Red Bull would. I don't think Red Bull would pay Ricardo that much. No, they probably wouldn't. No, and I think um, and it was he such looked... a funny situation, wasn't it, when he watched that program? Because they, they, uh, Red Bull had decided to stop dealing with Renault for their engine, and then Renault yeah. basically pinched their driver. Yeah, and then but things like that, that, things like that. I think that um, probably, it probably frustrated Horner more than I think annoyed him more. 
The fact is that they didn't have a ready-made replacement. I mean, Gasly wasn't ready. Mm. Kvyat had been there the whole failed. Albon, Albon was still. I think Albon was just signed to to Toro Rosso. Brendan Hartley was never going to get it because Brendan Hartley all he did was crash or retire because Brendan Hartley was useless. <laughs> um. And that, that, that's it. I think I think that's what it was. I think if Red Bull had a replacement, or if they instead of having to take a chance on Gasly, yeah, I, I, I don't think he just wasn't. Bad. He was, just wasn't quite ready yet, was he? No, but um, I mean, Ricardo. Ricardo has said that he will. He's admitted this though. I'm just get a little bit of news from Sky Sports. Ricardo has admitted he will answer calls for rival teams, but his assistant priority is staying with Renault. Um, he did. I mean, he, he admitted he did have lofty expectations of uh, for swapping them, but he finished. They finished fifth in the in the standings. Ricardo's contract also ends this year. I I reckon I could, I, I I wouldn't put Ricardo being at Masat, uh, sorry at Ferrari next year if they do get rid of Vettel. Mm, they, they might do. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, let, let's be honest, they're not going to get rid of Leclerc. Leclerc is Ferrari's future. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's young. He's, he's fast. Um, yeah, they're not going to... Could Bottas's be... Um, Bottas's seat be under pressure? I don't know. Um, I know sometimes you see Toto Wolf complain about him, and I know they say he's under pressure, but He's uh, he's a good number two, and he's not a threat to Hamilton. I honestly can't see Hamilton wanting someone he thinks might be able to beat him. But then he, uh, he, he had that though, didn't he? He had that with Rosberg. That's what I mean. They didn't they didn't get on, did they? Well, Rosberg only beat him for what uh, I, I I will be I will argue this to for for forever. Rosberg got lucky that year. <laughs> uh, Just uh, seen your picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, brilliant. Thank you. Rosberg, but let, let, let's get back to serious. I think Rosberg did get lucky, though. I think... Yeah, uh, no. Reliability issues did definitely affect um, Hamilton yeah. that season. There's no question. No, but, uh, I mean, we can't... But you can't take it away from him. He, no. you know, he he won fair and square in the rules of the sport. He did, but uh, all all I will say though is he knew he would never beat Hamilton again. Mm, perhaps, but I I think he just I think he just had enough of the the Ham the the, the gamesmanship and whinging of Hamilton personally. All is. Well, how come my car breaks down and Rosberg's doesn't? I think there's a conspiracy and stupid shit like that and his constant whinging on the radio. Um, yes, yes, yes. He's a he's a great driver, but he does seem to be very um, oh, what's what's the word? Entitled, childish. Yeah, and entitled, spoiled. But there we go. Yeah. Well, no, that would be my dream team. Hamilton and Ricardo. Yeah. Verstappen, Leclerc. I think that'd be a great 
foursome battle, to be honest with you. I think part. yours would probably stay on the track a bit more often than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd hate to imagine being the imagine being the the uh, race imagine being the racing the uh, team manager. Yeah, team I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be the team principal. <laughs> Maybe that, that's a good question. I'd pay. I'd pay someone else for that. But that's but is who would you have to deal with that? I mean, I, 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 I think could, I think I, it'd have to be Toto Wolf. Really? Look! Look at how I mean. Granted, Mercedes never had. They did have a center pros moment. It happens in every team, even even you know, um, race racing point. Well, before they were racing point, when they were Force India, um, Perez and Octacom were, were were always cr- kept crashing into each other, and they had to enforce team rules that they couldn't race against each other for uh, the remainder of the season because they wouldn't stop. They're argy-bargy, would they? So, it, so oh. even you know, it, it's always going to happen, and you, you can't you can't stop it. No, you can't. I give you that one. But then you can have um, another thing, though. Is uh, uh, I mean, you could have imagine imagine being in charge of Maldonado, who crashed into everybody, and. Grosjean and Magnussen, uh, how them two are still on a fucking F1 grid. And Berg <laughs> isn't. He's beyond me. And, I mean, that, they had that last year, them two, being the team. They had it, I think it was Barcelona. Magnussen kept going at Grosjean. And Magnussen and the manager, just, sorry, the team principal just went absolutely mad at um, Magnussen because he's a tit. I mean, but Grosjean can be a liability at times oh. as well. He is an axle. He's got a lot of raw talent, but he does have a lot of stupid mistakes in him, doesn't he? Oh, oh, what gets me is you know how they uh, F1 do clips when they release the best of team radio. Yeah. Oh, it's always Roman Grosjean being a whiny Frenchman. <laughs> oh, me, me, it's, it's oh no, he, he hits me, he hits me in the rear. Fuck off, mate! You can't drive. <laughs> or he calls, he, he says, mate, when he's angry, mate. No, we're not your friend. Fuck off. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, I just get very passionate about um, how much I hate Roman Crochon. Kimi Raikkonen's still the best on the radio. Though that, yes. time he, that time he went, yes, yes, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, I, I love I loved the, the, the gloves and steering wheel. <laughs> then push him down the track and all you hear is Kimi Raikkonen shouting, gloves! And in my gloves, steer a wheel. Tell him to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> or um, the, the, Kimmy's best one was when Hamilton accused Ferrari of having a conspiracy to crack to get him off the off the track because then Kimmy took him out, and Kimmy just sat there just going, "Really? Didn't really? he say something about the uh, rest of going back into the commentary booth?" Or something? <laughs> That, that race, that, that race he, he filled in, didn't he? Oh, uh, it, it, it was, I think mean, it was hungry and he was, um, was being lapped by Riker, but wouldn't get out of the way. So Riker went to tell him to go back to the, co- the, the reporting desk. He's done that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brilliant. I can't believe Kimmy's 40. He's young, that is. But no, but what Kimmy is. 
Let's was Kimmy Roy could probably still be going when he's like 90, drinking vodka and <laughs> racing. <laughs> I love the fact is that he, he ran a Top Gear and he ha- he admitted that he goes, he did a, before before the F1 season started, he did snowmobile races and broke his arm but didn't tell the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he, um, he, so he turned up and there was another one as well I think it was before a Grand Prix. I think it was when he was at Lotus. They couldn't find him. And it was like 20 minutes before the race. And they found him asleep under a table. <laughs> and does he think he is James Hunt? Oh, it was the best. They found him under a table. And <laughs> he got dressed and ready in 20 minutes. And got, I think he got second on the race. <laughs> oh, Kimmy's the best. Oh, I love Kimi Räikkönen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's F1 covered until uh, Australia comes around. I can't wait for the season to start. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so we get on to uh, the Premier League announcing their Hall of Fame uh, that they did today. They've announced that two names will go in. I think it's March the thir- March the thirteenth. I think they're doing it. I know it's in March. Um, I think it's long time overcome, to be honest with you. Well, I don't know, because um, the, the Premier League is still a relatively, well, to somebody as old as me, a relatively new a new thing. It's only been going since 93, is it? 90, 92, 93 season? 1992. Um, yeah, I think it's 90, but yeah, 1993 season, I think. So, you, you've got to let some go for a while before you start all the fame in. So I think it's about the right time. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there is an English Hall of Fame, but this is going to be completely separate uh, to, to that. So there's going to be a uh, sort of Premier League Hall of Fame. Um, I think it's been going long enough for me to have one. Um, yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's, it's time to see some players go. I mean... The day Titus Bramble is inducted into the Hall of Fame is the day I start watching football. <laughs> the day Jesse Lingard is inducted into the Premier League Hall of Fame is the day I will no longer be here. Yeah, well, hopefully it's not going to be like, say, WWE Hall of Fame when you're inducting Coco Beware and Hillbilly Jims of the world. And, hey, it's, and it's reserved for... Coco Beware alone. And it's reserved for the uh, the elite of the elite. Kenny Omega's going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Wrestling Hume with Cuba, woohoo! <laughs> yeah, all the all the non-wrestling people who tune in because they like sport will be like, "What the fuck are these two idiots going on about?" These two people like watching naked men wrestle who wrestle in pants fight for a belt. <laughs> Which is, but let's be honest, football. You're what you're watching a bunch of millionaires get paid shitload of money to do something you do for free in your back garden. So there that you is go. true. That is so true. There we go. I, I was I went to the Albion on, on Wednesday. We, we 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 wrestle naked in the back garden, no race. Oh, oh. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Rahul will get jealous again. <laughs> um, but I, I, honestly, I was sitting there on Tuesday at the Albion with uh, my friend Amy and 
I said to her, I went, I went seven minutes and I went, you do realise, yeah, we are just watching a bunch of millionaires kicking a leather ball around. <laughs> and she went, and we're actually paid to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I thing, paid, isn't it? I paid £349 for my season ticket this year. And, yeah, I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I digress, I digress. Carl, who is your first pick into the Hall of... Into, into your Hall of Fame. All right, well, this, this first pick... He never won a Premier League trophy, but he is the top scorer of all time. He did, he did. That... Blackbird, Blackbird, Blackbird. Oh, yes, yes, sorry, yes. <laughs> can we, can... Nathan, you'll have to edit that bit out. No, not he probably won't. He won't, will he? He won't, will he? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Blackbird. So, uh, I apologise profusely. Blackburn and Mr. Shearer. So yes, Alan Shearer should definitely go in. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just because he scored more goals than anybody else, basically. I, I don't see that record being broken. No, I don't. I thought the only person who's going to get close to it might have been Wayne Rooney because he because I never saw Jack Char- um, Bobby Charlton's. Um, and I'm all over the place today. Can we just start this again? I never saw Bobby Charlton's. <laughs> Record being broken and and really managed it for United and England. So if anyone was going to do it, it was probably going to be him. But yeah, uh, I'd I'd be very surprised if it's broken. Especially yeah, I'd be very surprised if it's broken now. Oh yeah, I, th- I think I mean you look at it, Rooney. I mean, is it is it is is Andy Cole still second? No, in... Rooney is second. Rooney Roo- second. Oh, Rooney is second, but he's still yeah. a fair few behind him. That's. You know, that's how many he scored. He's fifty-two off him. Mm. So Rooney, so crazy, Alex, isn't it? It's a crazy amount of goals. It's 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 scary. I mean, Shearer scored. He played two hundred sixty games in the Premier. Uh, sorry, no, four hundred forty-one games in the Premier League and scored two hundred sixty goals. Rooney played four hundred ninety-four and only only got two hundred eight. It's ridiculous. I mean. The only one I can see playing now that could probably break it is if he does say injury-free, is Harry Kane. Possibly. I mean, Harry Aguer- Kane... What's Aguero on? Could he get anywhere near him? He's on 108. Yeah, more than that. No, 100... Aguero's record is ridiculous. 180. Oh, it is. But no, I think Kane is on 136. Maybe Lingard could get there. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 you've got more of a chance of breaking the record than Jesse Lingard. <laughs> I mean, I was going to make a, a joke about someone, but I, I don't want to because it would be really untangible yeah. for me. Um, so, so Alex here is your first one. Uh, my first one is not a player. It's. Um, Alex, uh, it's Alex Ferguson. Yeah, as a Man United fan, I cannot endorse that. Enough assuming, assuming there's going to be a manager's wing or however they're going to uh, make it work. Yeah, I mean, he, let's be honest, he has to be in there. He, he, the most successful manager in Premier League history, 
Um, obviously, I, I know he spent 26 years on Man United, but that you know that doesn't count because he wasn't there I, when it started. Premier League wasn't there, but 13 Premier League trophies, um, countless records broken, and um, for me, the best manager ever. You only have to look at how shit Man United are now to realise how good he was. <laughs> I mean, no, all you have to do is look how shit that Man United team was when he won the title. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I can, I, I have the happy um, memory of being at his last game. Obviously, that 5-5 withdraw between West Brom and Man United. Can you believe that was eight years ago? Oh, it's crazy. I can't. I, I I don't want to because eight years ago crazy I was, eight years ago Jesus yeah it was I, I was a uh, I was a young man and you wasn't but um, alright that's it no I'm done <laughs> <laughs> don't be a Rahul <laughs> don't make don't make me say what I said to start with <laughs> well tell you what I'll stay if you give me my eight points <laughs> you can fuck your own points <laughs> but no I think Alex Ferguson has to be in any hall yeah. for, for the Premier League and English football uh, 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 as, as that yeah greatest league manager of all time easily yeah definitely I think your second one can be tied into Alex Ferguson as well um, Eric Cantona yeah yeah he was perhaps the first, well, one of the first just, uh, foreign players to make a real impact in the Premier League for me. Um, you know, he was bought for pittance and uh, he, he just he brought an edge and flair to that United team, which we were, we were missing. We'd just missed out on the league uh, the season before. And the addition of Cantona um, just gave us that little bit extra we needed to propel us to the to the league title. Um, he would go on to win a few more league league trophies and FA Cups <laughs> with Manchester United. And uh, yeah, I definitely deserves to to go in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, another one as well is... Um, Maybe he's a bit tainted with the, the whole Kung Fu kick to back hole, but, but still, no, that, seems mostly, that seems mostly forgotten about. No, it's brilliant as well. So it, it was deserved. I mean, old as well. <laughs> um, but another thing as well, though, regarding Cantona was um, Howard Wilkinson, um, obviously Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday manager at the time, not signing him because he didn't want to see, he wanted to see him train on grass. And Cantona said no, and went to Leeds, won the league with Leeds, I think. And then yes, it was Leeds who, yeah. um, who won the title that year, yeah. I guess I'm hanging out for 1.2 million. So at that time, a lot of money. But um, yeah, absolutely amazing. No, no. Well, even then, actually, it wasn't a huge amount. Even, even then, actually, back then, actually, because it would only be a couple of years later we'd spend seven million on Andy Cole. Yeah, it's a year. 
15 million for Shearer was the record at one point. That was just, yeah, yeah. That was a world record at one point as well. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> that's pitter, That's small change nowadays, isn't it? Wouldn't get you. Wouldn't get a lace off Ronaldo's boots nowadays, would it? <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. I think the market these days is just stupid. Yeah, it it's just absolutely ridiculous. Stupid. Um, but no, I, th- I, th- I agree completely. I think Cancelar is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Um, why do the Seagulls follow the troller? Maybe we'll finally get an answer. Oh, I, 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 he beat that with his... Uh, you see his, um, his UEFA one as well? No. Oh, his UEFA one's brilliant. I can't remember what he said, but I, I just, if you've got time, anybody, just go watch it on YouTube. Just type in Eric Cantona on UEFA Awards. Oh, it's brilliant. I um, love his little, little adverts for... Cronenberg. Uh, yeah, well, no, when he's trying to present himself for the England manager's job. <laughs> I won't have the best striker taking corners. <laughs> oh God, that's brilliant! Oh, I love him. Cancelar is the best. <laughs> uh, my my second one is um, Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much things I can say about Wayne Rooney. He is. A Premier League legend. He yeah. is an England legend as well. England's all-time leading goal scorer. Uh, Man United's all-time leading goal scorer. Yeah. Poor um, Bobby Charlton. <laughs> I mean, let's wait. What is it? Two hundred and fifty-three or something like that. Yeah. Got something ridiculous, and I think he's very, very, very underrated. Wayne Rooney. Yeah. He. He doesn't. Get the credit he deserves for some, maybe perhaps some of his attitude down the years didn't help him because he, you know, he did get known for being a bit of a hothead in his early years, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I don't really like big headed, but I got that spot on 253 goals for Man United. I am the best. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but things are. You are. I mean, look, look, he's continuing it to this day. I know he went to the MLS. He got 25 goals in 52 games in the MLS. That's a good return. And then he's yeah. at Derby. And he's, got, he's played nine league games, got three goals. A, a, a great return. I mean, England, he played 120 games, 53 goals. He, I, I know just not talking about Premier League now, but I'm just looking at his Premier League stats. And I, you can guarantee he'll score against Man United in the FA Cup as well. Garen, <laughs> you can guarantee it. Oh, he's brilliant. I mean, you look at remember that partnership we had was it him, Tevez, and Ronaldo? It was brilliant. And oh, then no, yeah, him, him, Ronaldo, as well. It just shows how, how good Man United were at that point. But I do think Wayne Rooney is is brilliant, and he, uh, yeah, he, I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, undoubtedly. Yep. Uh, your third one? Uh, again, going old school, uh, Dennis Burkham. He was uh, the, a major sign-in for Arsenal just before Arsene Wenger came in. 
Um, he was such an influential player and he scored some of the most outlandish goals. He, his, his technique and flair were just on a on another level. Yeah, um, I he think was. he won two Premier League titles with Arsenal. I, I'm not too sure because um, I, I forgot to look all this stuff up because <laughs> I got a bit tied up at work and stuff. But uh, I'm sacking you. I am. <laughs> I think it was two anyway. But uh, correct me if I please correct me if I'm wrong. Three. But you were three. 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 I beg. I beg your pardon. And four FA Cups. Yeah. So, you know, brilliant record, unbelievable player. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't disagree. I mean, Dennis Bergkamp's the only man to have uh, three, three contenders for goal of the month. And he, it was just him <laughs> and three. It was brilliant. <laughs> That's what uh, I mean about his, you know, his outlandish goals. It's just unbelievable talent. I, I, and I love the fact that he refused to fly. <laughs> yeah, it, it it came it came about um, the World Cup in US '94. There was some sort of incident with the pl- plane nearly crashing or something that put him off for life. And when Arsenal were playing some matches abroad, he'd have to go a day or two ahead because he, he'd go by ferry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the best ones is that he. It was against Leon in uh, two thousand and one. He Wenger was Wenger spoke because Bergkamp travelled by train and car. <laughs> so he would travel. He would always travel abroad on uh, if he could get there. If time permitted him to get there, he would always go by train or car. So if they went to like Russia, he'd never go. Or like yeah, I mean we laugh, but you know everyone. Every, Everyone has a phobia or something, and they are hard to overcome. And if you know his plane nearly crashed or whatever, it, it would put you off. To be fair, oh, it would. But I think it's just imagine that being a team going right. No, no, Desberg camp. Arsenal there for the take, and they beat them. I say if they get like a one 0 win over Arsenal. Just thinking, I'm going to go back to Highbury and play against Bergkamp at Highbury. <laughs> <laughs> just they go, just, just, just bow to the man, but. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Dennis Bergkamp is one of, if not the best. I mean, the goal that always sticks to me is the goal against Newcastle. Yeah, that that turn. Oh, that turn is just dirty. Just flicks it round the defender, and you just think, ha ha ha! It honestly, it it will give you an erection. Sorry, that, oh, uh, Carl. <laughs> Being rude. So who's, um, your, who's your next? Um... My next one is my favourite player of all time. Um, he is the reason why I like football. He is the reason why up to the age of 24, which I am now, I have 14 on the back of my football <laughs> shirt. So I get a name on the back. Uh, he is... The greatest striker ever in the Premier League, and that's Terry Henry. I, I know, I know, Shearer, Cole, Rooney scored more, but he is just—you know—when you can put someone in a place, so like um, the Pope at the Vatican, yeah. 
the Queen at Buckingham Palace. Thierry Henry is hybrid. Yeah. I mean, no man has scored more goals at one stadium than him. And I can remember, I think I've said this story before, but I can remember going to Highbury and watching Thierry Henry live. And I didn't really care for football at that time. I think I was seven at the time, or seven or eight. And I didn't really care for watching football live. But when I saw that man slide in front of me, everyone else is calling him a wanker. And there's me going, "Ah." (laughs) and from there I was hooked. And I've said this as well. If I wasn't a West Brom fan and I could choose, I wasn't chose Foy, but if I could choose a team I support, if I wasn't West Brom, it would be Arsenal. Um, because of this man, um, he was he was amazing and such a key key player in um, some of their title, you know, their, their uh, cup successes, shall I say? Yeah, brilliant, brilliant player. I mean. 175 goals. So, no, sorry, 175 goals. I think I'm just don't correct me, but he is Arsenal's all-time leading goal scorer. Um, I loved it when he came back in 2012. That was just brilliant. Um, so me and my uncle, we uh, we was watching the league. It was Arsenal Leeds. I can remember it's the FA Cup. It's nil nil, and I think it's 20 minutes to go, and Wenger throws an Omri. And uh, me and my uncle were there going, oh, Thierry Henry's back, Thierry Henry's back. And Son plays an absolutely fantastic ball. One touch, bang, bottom corner. And it was just like I was eight years old again at, at Highbury. I know it's at the Emirates, but at Highbury, watching Thierry Henry score, mm. it was beautiful. He was, he was uh, a, a special talent. He really was. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't name anyone. I, I, as I said, for me, he is the best. He is the best uh, player I've ever seen. He, and I've seen Ronaldo play. I've seen Salah. I've seen Torres, Lampard, Gerrard, Suarez. Thierry Henry is the best. So, yeah. Carl, who's your fourth one? I've forgotten now. <laughs> well, it's a good job I writ yours down. Who was my uh, fourth one? Ryan Giggs. That was it. That was it. I've got, I got a lot. I've got confused talking about all these other players. I, I forgot who I said. Yeah. Um, Man United stalwart. He played in more Premier League games than anyone else. He's won more. Premier League titles and anyone else. 13. 13, is it? Have I got that yeah. right? Yeah, I thought yes. it was. I'm panicking now because I got the big up one wrong. Um, yeah, <laughs> an amazing... <laughs> just just uh, amazing record. Another record I don't think will be beaten. No. I know I don't think it will be me. I'm just... And I know... And I know it was in the FA Cup, but he scored one of the best individual goals I've ever witnessed in my in my life. Um, that was when I was still relatively young, actually. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? When he, when he in uh, time had it done in the FA Cup, he ripped one of the best defences of all time apart and uh, scored the winning goal. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I can remember it. I mean, like, it, all I remember from that, I don't remember the goal. I remember just the chest hair. 
Yeah. <laughs> I saw Dennis David always just take the piss out of him about that. Yeah, that's all I remember is him running around chasing that, 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 just running around with that chest hair. It's brilliant. But, no, I think, at me looking... I think, I think he's the most decorated uh, British player in history as well, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I've just, I've just, I've just got his stats up right now. He's won 30 Premier League titles, one, two, he's won four FA Cups, three League Cups. Um, two Champions League trophies. Yeah, two Champions Leagues, one Super Cup, one Intercontinental Cup, and the Club World Cup as well. Um, PFA Young Player of the Year, PFA Team of the Year, PFA Team of the Century, uh, Sports Player of the Year. This mantelpiece must be massive. Yeah, I mean, just ask his brother, his wife. Oh, no. Don't. <laughs> uh, no, don't ask his brother's wife. Uh, <laughs> but no. Yay! Hey, be serious. <laughs> Be clean, he tells me. <laughs> oh, I was silly. Um, no, I, I agree. Ryan Giggs is brilliant, and probably uh, what it's happened. Uh, Reese, fuck off. If you know what I mean. Fuck. You're having me on. No. Told you, didn't I? Told you. Goldberg has beat the fiend. Yeah, I put it on the. Uh, sorry to, you don't. We'll we'll talk about this when we wrap the pod up. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I'm, I'm in shock. <laughs> I'm not. I told. Why am I the only person who sees these things happening? I think he's going to do something to get his heat back, though. By the looks of it, I hope Bill Goldberg. Has an enema. Um, this, is, this is what they want, so you cheer Roman at WrestleMania. Right, my fourth one, Frank Lampard. Yeah. Uh, Frank Lampard, the highest scoring midfielder in Premier League history, uh, Mr. Chelsea, was, I mean, yeah, he played for West Ham in the early start stage of his career in the Premier League, did really well for West Ham, moved to Chelsea, and the rest is history. I mean, won. Countless league titles with them. I think five. I think Frank Lampard did five league titles. Uh, Chelsea, he's Chelsea's all-time leading scorer, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And I'm... and from midfield. I mean, uh, I I don't think you can underestimate or overestimate how 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 big of an achievement that is to score that many goals when you're not a centre forward. No, two hundred eleven goals he got for Chelsea. I mean, I mean, you look for a, for a, you know. From a midfield position, that's just incredible stats, isn't it? It really I mean, is. I mean, you're looking at it, the man. I'm just looking at his career. The man very rarely failed to play under 50 games a season. There was one season. It was 2006-07. He played 62 games that year. They got 20, 21 goals. He's just, yeah, he, I think you look at it. It's, it's him and John Terry and Mr. Chelsea. And... Um, and when the job, I mean, look at it, he was at Derby last year's manager. When the call came to go to Chelsea, I think it was inevitable, really, he was going to go there. Um, I think the best thing he did, though, in the Premier League war, was against Chelsea, um, where he he comes off the bench, Chelsea are winning, and he scores an equaliser against um, Chelsea. Fantastic. 
So, yeah, I think Frank Lampard has to go in there. Yeah. Uh, your last one? Uh, my last one uh, can be sort of bolted on to your, your previous one, and that is um, Jose Mourinho, the special one. He, he came in, he won um, the Premier League with Chelsea by a huge margin on his... Uh, is it, would it have been the second season? Yes. But, yeah. No, no, it was his first season. Yeah, I think it was his first season. I mean, just unbe- unbelievable. Um, you only have to look at what he did at Man United a f- couple of seasons ago, getting us to second when we've been shit ever before and ever since. Um, he's had success in other, in, um, other countries as well. Um, pretty much everywhere he's been so uh, I think you've got to take that into account even though it's a Premier League Hall of Fame Um, I think it's um, yeah I I just think he's one of the best not you know not perhaps quite Fergie or uh, Bill Shankly but he's definitely very high up there as one of the best managers of all time yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. Um, Seems to be struggling to get it going at Spurs, but uh, I think uh, a good summer, get the transfers he wants, a uh, fully fit Kane, uh, I think he can get Spurs uh, challenging the top honours. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree completely. I'm just so fucking angry right now. Um, <laughs> I love it because everyone's just going to get their knickers in a twist. I hope he gets coronavirus. Um, <laughs> well, no, I think, I think jo, not Jose. I think Jose is. Um, I think jo, Jose is fantastic. I mean, that press conference when he comes and said, "I'm a special one." He backed it up. He won back-to-back Premier League titles. He then goes back to Chelsea, wins Premier League, wins Premier League title. Yeah. Goes to Man United, finishes second with arguably the worst Man United team in history. Well, no, I don't think it's the worst team in history, but it's one of. It's it's one of them. Um, he, yeah, he he won the Europe the Europa League as well. He won the did he win an FA Cup with us? No, it was the um, League Cup. Yes, it was. He won the league. No, he won the Europa League as well. Yeah, I said the Europa League. It was the FA Cup. I I got wrong. It, it was the League Cup, Europa League. Yeah, no, a fantastic achievement. Um, as I say, and we've been shit ever since. So. Yeah, it just shows how good Mourinho actually was for uh, for Man United. In the in the you're looking at it now. I mean, you replaced him with Solskjaer, and <laughs> uh, I can't say much. What team in the Championship? Um, but my last pick is the. Um, it's not a man. It's it's it, it's. I'm kind of cheating here. It's one or it's. Two picks, but in one. So I'm going to pick Arsene Wenger and the Invincibles. Cheater. I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I have bent the rules a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, uh, let's be honest, the Invincibles are arguably the greatest team in Premier League history. I mean, to go through a, to go through the season mm. unbeaten is it's, it's a rare feat. To do, I mean, I know this season it could be replicated by an even better team. Um, 
I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to say what yeah. team they are. I mean, if they, if they, if they, if they don't do it, it really will show you how much of an achievement it was for Arsenal to do. Yeah, if... I mean, oh, but you just look at that Arsenal team though: Lehman, Campbell, Lauren, Cole, Vieira, uh, Keown, Bergkamp. Yeah. Henri, World Tour. It was just ridiculous how good that team was. And to be honest, that team should have won the Champions League um, that year, but they got knocked out by Chelsea, I think. Yeah, it was Chelsea. And uh, the only downside to the Invincibles is they did draw a lot of games, but they still went unbeaten. That's the thing. And yeah, Arsene Wenger. So far, if Liverpool... I said the name now, but if Liverpool did manage it, it would be better than Arsenal's because they've won every game bar one so far. Yeah, they have. I mean, the only thing to stop them was a, a pokey little team up north. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck we managed that, I don't know. Seriously. I mean, seriously, I just don't know. No, it's... No, it, it was... Uh... They must just get... They must just... Fall apart at the thought of being at Old Trafford. <laughs> oh no. No, no, it doesn't. No. I mean, go to Old Trafford is terrifying. I mean, move. Imagine, imagine trying to not, not win at uh, Old Trafford. I mean, not our team, did it? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that, that's my pick. I think, I think Wenger. He is arg- I, I know Mourinho is probably one of the best foreign managers there, but I think Wenger, yeah, Wenger's fantastic. No, it was awesome. He took over Arsenal. He found, uh, I don't know if he had a different scouting system or he just knew, but he, he seemed to bring in players nobody had really seen or thought about before. Like, he took Omri, who... Who was failing at Juventus um, as a winger, and he turned him into a centre forward. Um, you know, Henri and Arsenal never looked back. He pretty much turned Henri's career around. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. I mean, he, 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 he yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Um, he couldn't. What more? I don't know what can be said about. Arsene Wenger than it has been, I think, a fantastic manager. I think the way he left was a bit sad. The fans turned on him. Um, but, yeah. And uh, Emery did much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Unai Emery. Oof. Oof. Brilliant manager. Brilliant. Yeah. I got, uh, I, he just he made the David Moyes level cock of things. Oh, no. No, he didn't do that. He didn't do that good. <laughs> oh, it's just yeah, shocking. I'm, sorry, I'm just, I'm just sorry. I'm just still really angry. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that's, uh, I think it's a nice place, nice way to end it. Ask, uh, with their Hall of Fame picks, yeah, Carl Brooks. Uh, yeah, you can find us at Rogue underscore Opinion at the Twitter and Instagram, same handle. You can check out our back catalogs of Banter Munich. Post when in the bad old days when we still had Rahul, uh, this naked man, um, where Nathan, <laughs> where Nathan and Ben literally do record in the buff. 
Oh, no, not again. I mean, <laughs> we're not, we're not even, even when Reese filled in, he, he went the whole hog. Only because Nathan told me to, and Nathan made me strip on Skype, but... That, yeah, I was going to say, not... why, why are you out to video it? I don't know. Hey, you like to just shut up. Moving on, moving on, moving on. No, you can find me at Twitter at rsaunders995, where I'm going to have a massive fucking rant in a minute on Twitter uh, <laughs> over something that's just happened in the Middle East. Uh, but no, guys, it's been a pleasure to be back, and we shall see you next week, of course, with our new uh, member of the team. Uh, until then, guys, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.